I'm Richard Randall, and welcome back to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or sell real estate with Barb Schlinker, the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Now, Barb, many people don't know what's behind a good credit rating. So let's talk about how a buyer can be in a better position to purchase a home by building good credit or even raising their current credit score. Well, Richard, um, is you know, I'm I'm a fan of some like Dave Ramsey. I like listening to his show. He talks about, you know, really, really work hard to get out of the debt, which okay, he's right. Yes. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's weird because you're you're credit based on how you handle debt. So if you don't have any debt, you don't have a score. So maybe somebody that's never borrowed money might not have a score. And that's a challenge for them because they don't really they have to build up credit somehow, like go borrow a little bit of money and pay it back really quickly. You can manually score credit with um, like cell phone bills and utility bills and rent and things like that. But um, most people really don't understand what's behind getting good credit and why it's important to really have it. Um, they use credit for almost everything. They use credit if you're applying for auto insurance, homeowners insurance. Uh, opening bank accounts. You could get turned down for opening a bank account, even though you have money to put in the bank, if you don't have good credit. It's really interesting how important it is. It's important to take care of it. Um, so let's talk about home loans, because that's that's my you know career field is, is helping people buy and sell houses and improve their lifestyles. And um, the number three, top three reasons that FHA loans get turned down are credit score is too low. So what is too low? Anything below, I would say 620. They can get approval below that, but they're going to probably raise your interest rate or carrying too much debt or you don't have enough income to cover the payments. Those are the main three reasons. And typically um, when they decide whether or not your loan is going to be approved, they do what's called a debt to income ratio. It's it's a it's just a math, um, really arithmetic, where they look at your gross monthly income and they look at all of your debts. Now, this does not include rent because you're going to be replacing your rent with a house payment, but your debts, and it does not include your cable bill or your phone bill, but it does include things like um, credit card debts, car payments, those kind of things are debt. Right. So they'll look at your monthly obligations for debt and your monthly gross income. And basically, you can have up to about, uh, I think you can go as high as 43% of your gross monthly income can be in the form of debt for an FHA loan. For conventional, it's a little bit less. And so that's, that's how they decide on whether or not you qualify for income. And the score is a big thing. Uh, but here I gave a general rule of thumb between 29 and 45 percent of your gross monthly income can be in the form of debt. So as an example, if you made, say, uh, I'll give a big number just because it's a round number. Let's say you made ten thousand dollars a month, then you could have as much as forty five hundred a month in house payments if you had no other debt. If you do have other debt, like let's say you have a car payment that's seven hundred. 
you have to take that off. Now you qualify for 38. Let's say you have a credit card of 300. You have to take that off. Now you qualify for a $3,500 house payment. Okay, so that's how they figure it out. And that payment does not just include principal and interest. It's all of the portions of the payment for a house. So principal, interest, um, most people set aside money to pay their property taxes and their homeowner's insurance, and that's all included as part of their house payments. So that's the calculation that the lenders are looking at. Um, and these debt to income ratios include proposed house payment, car payment, credit card payments, and if there are any, homeowners association dues. So a FICO score is just a uh, acronym that stands for FAIR Isaac. It was basically a math algorithm that was put together years ago that predicted the borrower's ability to repay. And they score you based on different factors, uh, your income, your the debts that you carry, your on-time payment history, how long you've had the debt, uh, credit inquiries, like I just applied for a new credit card last weekend, and I got notification from, you know, LifeLock and all that. And then I looked at my credit report. My my score went down a few points because I applied for a new card. So um, all these things factor into it. And this is how they score you. And this is basically how they divide up the pie of where they come up with that number. Generally, anything above 730 is a good score. I don't know where it maxes out. I've heard 850. I'm not really sure. But anything above, I'd say 720, 730 is a really great score. Um, 680 to 730 is just good. 620 to 679 is fair, but you can get home loans at that price point. Um, there was a time when my score was like that and I was getting home loans. And then if you're below 620, you're kind of considered poor. You might find a lender to get you a home loan, but it's going to be questionable. So of this little pie chart I have in front of me about how they score you, what are the most weighted factors? Number one is the on-time payment history. It's 35% of your score. That's really big. The next most weighted issue is how much you owe. So um, it's not really the total debt, it's the total debt as compared to the available credit. So as an example, let's say you have a credit card where your available credit is $10,000. If you maxed it out and you owe $98.99, your score will go down because your available credit is kind of low and you've already shown that you, whenever credit you get, you just spend it all, right? Length of credit history, that's 15%. So how long have you actually had that credit card? So it's not really advisable if you've had an old credit card, like I think I have an old JCPenney's card and this and that. I have, uh, they always try to hit you up for a Kohl's card every time you go to Kohl's. If you have one and it's opened, don't close it because it'll actually bring your score down. Uh, new credit will drag your score down a little bit. Like I just mentioned with myself, I applied for a new credit card for business. It took my score down a few points. And then the types of credit used is 10%. So that would be like, uh, are is all of your debt on what they call unsecured, which would be credit cards, right? Or maybe you bought a car and there's a, a lien against the car. So if you didn't pay on the car, um, they could take the car, right? 
Um, so that's important. And then there are different ways that you can actually improve your score. First of all, always pay your bills on time or early. And second of all, keep your credit card balances low. Um, it's really important to do that. Kind of a good rule of thumb is if you have a $10,000 available credit, don't borrow more than five on it. And less than five is better. Less than 30% is better. Uh, another thing that you want to do is um, you can occasionally apply for higher credit limits. Typically, they'll ask you what your income is, and sometimes they will raise your credit limit. That can actually help your score. And only apply for new credits sparingly. Like, don't, don't go out and just get a bunch of credit cards just because you can, because um, that might make them nervous as well. You also want to keep an eye on your credit report. So identity theft is a really big thing right now. Um, you have to be super careful. You can just pull your credit card out of your wallet and somebody could be 30 feet across the room and collect information and steal your card and start using it without ever touching it. Or let's say you give your card up to a, a, a waitress or a bartender, right? There could be unscrupulous people there that take a picture of it, make a copy of it, and boom, the next thing you know, you've got all these charges that you didn't do. Now, most of the time, the banks will take those charges off if it's fraud. But if you don't notice it, which not everybody pays attention to all this stuff, and you don't challenge it immediately, it could really, really harm your score. I've heard of people spending a long time when they've had identity theft issues. So for free, you can pull your credit report annually. There's a website you can go to called annualcreditreport.com, and you can pull down all of the different credit reports uh, that are available. There's three different scoring agencies that you can use that are the most common, and actually get a copy of your report to make sure there's no surprises on there or debts that you did not charge or did not know about. Um, my favorite one that I personally use is Experian. I have a login for that. And I will periodically check my score and make sure there are no surprises on there. Um, but you can do this for free at annualcreditreport.com. And um, they will send you a copy of your report, a paper copy in the mail. And you can look at it and just check everything to make sure it's correct. It's always good to get your credit in order before you're going to buy a house unless you're paying cash. Um, because they're going to be scrutinizing everything, even if it was not yours. Richard, you're listening to the real estate voice. That's Barb Schlinker of your home sold guaranteed realty. And if you are interested in selling your home or you want to give Barb a call, just dial 719-301-3900. And we're talking, Barb, about how to qualify for a home by improving your credit. Great tips so far. Barb, what are some other things that our listeners can do to improve their credit? Do it quickly and do it easily. Well, definitely, if you're getting ready to buy a home, I would do it. I would check it monthly. Um, make sure there's no identity theft. That's really, really important. Um, I use Experian, or you could use LifeLock. Either one; those are good sources. I think they they're you can negotiate with those people. By the way, initially they might say, "Oh, it's twenty dollars a month," but you can work them and get it down to like five dollars a month to monitor your credit, be able to log in and check it all the time. Make sure you're paying all your bills on time, rent, utility, cell phone, everything. It's important. Um, and if there are any third-party collections that have not been paid off, um, they, you want to make sure that you take a look at that, that there's no 
they could go out and get a judgment against you and could really hurt your score. So look for those kind of things. Medical collections are treated a little bit differently than other types of collections, but make sure you stay on top of those things. Uh, rental history is a factor of your credit score. And then um, keep your existing credit uh, accounts open. Don't go out and close them, especially if you're going to buy a house. Don't even pay off loans before you talk to a good mortgage broker. And sometimes it works better. It keeps your score up if you actually pay off those debts out of the closing and don't do it until closing. So go with the guidance of a mortgage broker before you apply for a loan. Don't just go out there and start paying down uh, especially judgments and things like that, actually, when you pay them, will drag down your score. So be super careful about that because most loan originators are experts in the, at this and they can be really good. And then if you find something on your credit report that's not yours and not true, go ahead and write to those reporting agencies, write to all three of them, Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. You can find those online. Make sure you send them a letter and if they cannot prove with a creditor that you owe it in 30 days, they have to remove it from your report. And that will also improve your score. Um, and they have to investigate every, every dispute that happens. And then some credit inquiries will affect your score. So a lot of people are afraid of shopping for a loan for that reason. But don't be too concerned about it because there is a law that came out with Dodd-Frank that said that you could you could shop for four or five lenders getting ready to get your mortgage loan and it won't drag down your score. So that's a new change. Um, and then new credit. If you're going to buy a house, just stop buying stuff on credit. Uh, don't go out to like this. This happens a lot, Richard. People, they buy a house and they're like, oh, I need a new living room set. I'm going to go to my favorite furniture store and I'm going to get one of those deals where there's no payments for six months and I'm going to get a whole new furniture set. Well, the problem with stuff like that is it shows up on your credit report as if you owe the full amount every single month. So let's say you spent 3000 on a couch. Now your debt is 3000 a month, right? So be super wow. careful about wow. buying, buying anything um, until you close on the house and then you can just shop till you drop. Okay, doesn't matter anymore after you close on the house. Um, but be super careful about that. Uh, secured credit cards can help you improve your credit score. A lot of the banks offer them. Uh, you can go and deposit 300 and they'll give you a secured credit card and you, you borrow and then pay it back. That will help your score. All these things um, will really make a difference. But you want to be super careful when you're buying a house. You don't go out and buy new cars. I have one client once that bought three new cars from contract to closing. I don't know how that lender got it closed, but normally it would mean you would not be able to buy a home if you went out and bought a car and added 700 to $1,000 a month debt to income ratio. So if you're thinking of making a move, that's what my team does. They help buyers prepare to buy a home. We educate you on how to get the best financing and help you find a, a really great lender so that you can be prepared when you go and make an offer that you know going in the door, your loan is going to be approved. And then after you close on your house, you can go shop for all these fun things. Richard. 
Boy, Barb, this is great advice for home buyers and just for anyone, maybe your kids, your friends, the people you work with. They ought to listen to the podcast. That's my recommendation. You're listening to The Real Estate Voice. That's Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And if you're thinking of making a move, just call Barb at 719-301-3900. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll be discussing, should home sellers be worried about buyers with a low down payment? Stay tuned for that. 